Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica, your host, and I'm exploring the relationship between mental health and personal success. We're talking about my personal stories as I go into my journey through anxiety on a daily basis. We're talking about my personal goals towards success and trying to create a place for myself in this world. And we're also talking about popular culture, the things that we hear in the news that may influence our identities and ourselves. And today I want to talk about a celebrity who's all over the blogs. They're talking about Selena Gomez. She has reportedly um, ended up in a mental institution for a breakdown an emotional breakdown and of course the blogs need content so they're trying to figure out all the reasons why she would break down they talked about Justin Bieber being engaged now they talked about her medical condition she has lupus and they're saying that she has experienced some complications from it but really Selena Gomez is a young woman who has been raised in the spotlight she is one of the brilliant people and that is why she's a celebrity celebrities are illuminated so she has a lot more pressure than the average person but anyone can go through a mental breakdown when the world seems to be becoming too much to bear this isn't an easy world to live in and I'm sure Selena is trying to make sense of things trying to find her peace trying to find reasons to keep going, to keep moving forward, and to and to keep shining because she is shining. She has been. What is it like to have a mental breakdown? Well, I've been there quite a few times, and I'll explain it. I don't know if this is exactly what Selena's going through, but this is how I felt. I remember my most traumatic mental breakdown. Um. I was in the midst of a transition in my life again. Um, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next. I was losing everything in my life at the time. And I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't have anybody to turn to. I didn't know who to talk to. I, I didn't feel like I had anybody to lean on. So I was just feeling alone. And I felt like nobody understood. I was becoming suicidal at the time. Because I was just thinking, I just want this pressure to stop. And a lot of the pressure came from myself, of course. Because I have high standards for my life. I know that I can become someone awesome. And I was upset with myself because I didn't realize that goal yet. I wasn't being patient with myself. I wasn't being fair to myself. I was just upset with myself and upset with the fact that I didn't have any answers to give myself the relief that I needed during this really dark period of my life. I wound up calling a, 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 what you call it, a crisis helpline because I just needed to speak and say it out loud to someone how I was feeling. And she told me, I want you to call, go into the hospital, and I want you to tell them everything you just told me. And I just thought, okay, I can do that. If she says do that, then I'll do that. No one had ever told me that before. 
And I went into the hospital and I just repeated myself. This is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. And they said, okay. And next thing you know, they put me in a wheelchair and they pushed me into another part of the hospital. And there I was. I was in that that whole thing that they have where they are holding you and they put you in a room by yourself. It kind of looks like a hospital room, but it doesn't have anything in it but a bed. And I just sat in it and I just was crying and crying and just feeling bad and just feeling like, how, how have I come to this? I can't leave. I can't leave. I might as well be in jail. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get it together? Why can't I be like every other normal person who wakes up, goes to do their work, come home, spend time with their family and enjoying their life? But the truth is, even those people who are doing those routine things that I admire so much, they have mental breakdowns too. Because they have things going on in their mind that they can't figure out and they feel pressured by our society and by themselves. So after I was done crying, I kind of looked around and after a few hours, I think, they let me out of the room and they took me to another part where it was other people who were in the same situation I was in. And I just thought to myself, wow, this is so interesting. I'm going to look and learn. Even in that moment, I'm still trying to learn something. And I'm like, I'm going to observe everyone. And I did. And a lot of people were in there because they were going through a traumatic situation. They were crying too. I remember one woman, she was literally bouncing off the walls like, bang her head on the walls and I remember one woman I felt that she was there because she needed a place to sleep I remember feeling like that from what she was saying the nurses in there were so patient like with all these different personalities going with going through all these different things and literally some of them could not control their actions some of the people in there and I knew I didn't belong in there and I was just having a really dark moment. But I was glad I got to see people at various stages of their mental breakdowns. Because it showed me that I still have hope. I'm not as far off and, and involved in in my mental anguish as I thought I was. And we we, we went to sleep, you know. And it was it's just a time for you to just be by yourself and just rest. And I needed that rest. It was like a break for me. It was a break from everything, expectations. It was a break from from outside influences. It was a break from talking to people. It was a break from feeling like uh, I was a failure, which is at, at that moment I felt that way. And then the next day, I was like, what's going on? And they were like, we're going to see the doctor. And everybody was lining up, waiting their turn to go in the room and talk to this man that was sitting there. And I didn't know what was going on. But I saw people coming out with like a pill or something in their hand. And when it was my turn, he just looked at me and he said, are you going to do that again? Are you going to act like that again? (laughs) And I was like, no. And he said, all right, I'm going to let you go. And he let me out. And I was like, wow. I've been in a mental institution even just if it was just for a night but I did I needed it I needed that break I needed that time to calm myself 
to not feel as though the world was stomping on my head because I remember that feeling so and I've had it other times before where I was just manic I felt urgent like I have to solve this problem I have to figure this out right now right now hurry up figure it out solve this right now right now just smarter than this figure this out right now that's manic and then no solutions come when you're like that except end it that's the only option you can think of just end this But you don't end it. It subsides. It goes away. It's like a wave. It washes over you and goes away. And then your head is throbbing afterwards. And you're looking around and you're thinking, okay, now what do I do? And you move on with your life. And other things happen that frustrate you and upset you. But you don't go that far again. Until it does happen again. And then you go through it again. So we're all feeling the pressures of the weight of this world. Expectations from society. And the worst expectations are the ones we have of ourselves. Because we recognize that we are brilliant. Every last one of us. And we expect that we should be doing amazing things in the world. We expect that we should be contributing something great. Or we expect that we should at the very least be able to take care of ourselves. And when the ebbs and flows of life happen, and sometimes that doesn't happen as smoothly as we think we should, whether it's financially or physically, or just mentally, where we just get down on ourselves and we beat ourselves up consistently because we want to do and be more and experience more. But all of that is okay. Breakdowns, they're okay. As long as you're not hurting anybody or hurting yourself, it's okay to have a moment where you just feel fed up. It's okay to have a time where you need to take a break and you need to go into the hospital and you need to relax for a minute. And you need to say, forget everybody else around me. I just need to be by myself. That's self-care. That's not weakness. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing for people to laugh about, write all kind of blog posts about speculating what it is. What it is, what was it when you and it happened to you? Because if it happened, happened to you, that means you don't have high expectations for yourself, probably. So Selena Gomez, I wish you the best. I know you're gonna push through this. You will continue shining because that's what you do. You're brilliant. And even if this isn't the last time. That you need to talk to someone about your mental health or you need to take a break from the world. That's fine. That's perfectly acceptable. We're human. We're out here having this experience of life to experience all of the emotions and that includes the negative ones. No one is a zombie walking through life with one emotion only. And to expect that we should spend our entire lives just gleefully happy is a waste of our existence. Because we appreciate the good times more when we've had those negative times. I appreciate my sanity more. I appreciate my peace of mind more because I knew that I went through that situation. Because I know that there was dark times when I felt like the only situation or solution would be for me to die. And I don't feel like that today. And I'm grateful. 
I'm really grateful. You'll be okay, Selena. I promise. You're listening to Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you soon.